0: brand new episode of vagina slims for those who are completely new around here my name is lauren rose and run this thing every other friday so here we are on schedule um yeah and thank you for those who have um followed the vagina slims instagram i'll leave it down below if you want to check it out but that's just kind of been a lifesaver recently for this, this thing that I do just because I can post like supplemental, um, screen caps or videos or anything that pertains to what we talk about here. And it's been really cool to see you guys interact with that. Um, and we can kind of just geek over things that we like together. So yeah. Um, but truthfully, if I'm being honest, like I, this is the first time in a while that I just really felt like I didn't have anything to say. I've just been really, like, melancholy. Recently, um, I can't even track, like, when it started. Maybe, like, a week ago or something. But I'm fairly certain it has something to do with this heat wave that's happening. And obviously, just a general... Um, vibe of the world and how terrible it is um it's like i can't even touch on certain topics because i'm gonna be leaving out so many terrible things so if you hear panting in the background it's not me although it is hot um i'm pet sitting these two there we go uh lovely dogs who just lied down um but yeah the heat wave has just been like woof like it's been so bad um and thankfully you know the guy that I'm helping out he has AC and a pool and like all these things that I just haven't experienced fully in like years you know like I didn't know what to do when I got in the pool like I was just so out of breath like I haven't done a handstand in a pool since I was like I don't know 14 or something (laughs) Um, so it's been nice. You know, they're great things. But just every time you go outside, the life uh, drains from you. <laughs> and yeah, I just felt like really depressed. So I I was thinking of music to play here. I was going to play like I was getting kind of irritated with life, honestly. And I was like, we're going to play the breeders and like Bauhaus. And, you know, I keep on saying that like one day, guys, we'll do a proper like darker episode. But, um, today I went back to the tried and true, um, so yeah, we're going to talk about some movies, of course, and play some, um, kind of softer, crooner, you know, Brenda Lee we got in their music, so it's gonna be a good time. It's gonna be low frequency, so, um, I won't blast your speakers out, but yeah. So, let's just jump on into it. Um all right, the first song I'm playing is by The Zombies. Um and this is pretty perfect for how I'm feeling right now. This is Beachwood Park. Enjoy. <laughs>
1: remember summer days just after summer rain When all the air was damp and warm in the green of country lanes And the breeze would touch your hair, kiss your face and make you care About your world, your summer world we would count the evening stars As the day grew dark in Beechwood Park Do you remember golden days And golden summer sun The sound of laughter in our ears And the breeze as we would run And the breeze would touch your hair. Kiss your face and make you care about your world Your summer world And we would count the evening stars As the day grew dark in would fall Oh, roads in my mind Take me back in my mind And I can't forget you, won't forget you, won't forget those days And the breeze would touch you here, kiss your face and make you care A summer world, and we would count the evening stars as a day grew dark in the beach with cars. Beechwood Park.
0: Alright, welcome back. That was The Zombies with Beechwood Park. Very good. Uh, that just... Yeah, it's the tone. It's the energy. I just miss... I don't know just being so like in love with the world and you know everything around me I mean I was doing pretty good before and there are glimpses of that in my life now but it's just been increasingly hard like especially when you can't go outside because it's way too sweltering to enjoy nature as opposed to being just in isolation you know so and you guys always know I hate being stagnant and all that Um, and this pandemic has really cemented that uh, in my life and I'm making do but um, yeah it kind of goes against everything that I believe in you know want all that so (laughs) it's whatever guys like I'm healthy and alive and you know I'm here I'm not a ghost yet um all right so good things that have happened um I went to the Huntington Gardens in San Marino um which is really awesome I had met a friend from this old tv show that I worked on and he lived in the area and he's about to fly out to Georgia for another show so stuff is kind of picking up, even though, you know, COVID shit is also picking you up, so it's this weird time, but it was really nice to see him, and then also the gardens are just so beautiful, um, I have pictures that I'll be posting, um, if I haven't already, but, I don't know, it's just nice to see, like, really well taken care of, uh, plants, like, that's my life, guys, that- That is my life. Um, But, yeah, I don't know. just nice kind of, it was a little escape, you know, from what I typically see every day. Um, And then another thing that happened, I went to another drive-in, which I'm really excited about. Um, I love how these are becoming a thing, you know, because of the pandemic. And it's not quite the same because you can't, like, sit out. On your car or walk around and you know really get the, the like the culture of it um but it was put on by array which is a distribution company my friend julia one of my best friends um works there and it's awesome um they have curated or they did this little weekend they showed selena and purple rain um, and it was downtown L.A., kind of close to their headquarters. Um, and Ava DuVernay, who runs the company, she made it. Um, she was there, which is really awesome. And, yeah, so I saw Selena. I got a ticket f- for that night. And me and my friend got this, like, amazing <laughs> spot, like, right next to the screen. You know, we could see perfectly. Um, you could see, like, this guideline in the back. Um, it's actually, I don't know what the building's name is, but it's the one from freaking independence day that I talked about a few weeks ago, you know, like when the ravers go up to the rooftop and they get blasted by the aliens, um, <laughs> that was right behind the screen. So yeah, it was, it's pretty cool. It's also nice. My friend is, you know, pretty much lived in LA for I guess maybe majority of his life and he just knows all the spots and where things have been filmed and all of that. So, um, but yeah, Selena, the film I'd actually never seen, which is crazy. Um, I think it came out in 97 and obviously it's, it's based on Selena and Jennifer Lopez plays her and it was made, I think Selena, was murdered um in 95 so it was a really quick turnaround for film and kind of polarizing i know jennifer lopez was scared and there's a lot of backlash because she's actually she's puerto rican and she was uh she grew up in new york and it's obviously like a touchy subject you know who should be playing selena what descent and all that um, I know that she's the first Latin American actress who received a million dollars on a film. I'm fairly certain she's, I don't know if that was her first film, um, but she's really new to it, um, to acting, that is. And yeah, she got a million dollars for playing Selena. And she really advocated for herself. And even with like a Hustlers, you know, that came out, like she totally was snubbed. And I respect JLo. I really do. Um, side note, <laughs> this terrifying thought just came into my brain. Um, do I want to share this? Okay. Um, in middle school, there was a talent show, and me and my friend were going to sing, not lip sync, to. Jenny from the block. Is that the song name? Um, and we had like matching outfits. I don't know. Oh my God. These girlies would eat this up. It, they were like these denim gray pants um, with sparkles all over them. This is like 2000s. Um, and then we wore like these matching fuggly pink and silver glitter scarves. Anyways, last minute, I think it was me. I was like, we can't do this we need to do something more grungy or whatever and so we sang um bring me to life by evanescence and yeah I pray that's not on video anywhere but I felt bad for my friend because I if she's listening I'm sorry Hager um because I switched up the routine really last minute. And then I also didn't show up to any of the rehearsals because I had stage fright. So anyways, um, Selena was brilliant. It just was such a good film. And, you know, she was such a pillar to, I mean, so many different communities, honestly. But I think the one huge thing that I really took notice of in the film was just kind of this commentary on, you know, acceptance and, you know, how Selena felt like in America, she wasn't American enough. And then when she toured in Mexico, she wasn't Mexican enough, you know, being a Mexican American, um, performer, singer, you know, and so that was hard for her and for her father growing up and, you know, it's just so tragic. She was murdered by her fan club president. Um, and she was so giving to this person and so many of her fans and just really intimately involved with them. Um, and unfortunately, you know, she was killed. So I don't know. Um, but yeah, it's a really sweet film, you know, really emotional towards the end. I was like tearing up and I'm really glad that it came came back now um, to this drive-in, especially like in LA and it was a really cool opportunity for me to kind of see the city and see the people who love the film. And randomly, I know someone who had a really big role behind the scenes on that film and my friend's husband was an extra in the crowd for her like stadium scene, so really weird cosmic stuff um but yeah um and then in terms of movies and shows, like I really just i've been rewatching a lot of the greats like feud, I really like it, don't at me um. <laughs> And Sharp Objects, you know, watched a little bit of Westworld just to see some, like, location stuff from season three. Because um, I was close to where the drive-in was. And I don't know. That's just kind of my safe place. Is like, going back to really good shows and sharing them with other people, you know. Um, But one movie that I hadn't seen, but I've been meaning to, was... This film called What a Way to Go, um, and it's it's from nineteen sixty four, and it stars Shirley MacLaine. Um, but honestly, the biggest it's I mean okay, what it is? It's kind of this black comedy musical parody of all of these like lush and grand films from the fifties, you know. And she's a comedian, you know. She's kind of goofing off and making fun. And, of these grand numbers and the premise of her character is she's like cursed because every man she gets involved with, even though she comes from this like poor humble beginning, um, they all become driven by money and die. So it's kind of funny. It's actually on YouTube. You guys know I'm on my YouTube grind. Um, so yeah, I'll leave that in the show notes if you want to watch it. But Edith had did the costumes and she's such a pillar of the you know wardrobe costume community I'm sh- there definitely is a community of that um, but in fashion overall I mean she's worked on so many iconic films if you just research her so the sets were insane too so I have screen caps so I will be sharing those on the Instagram but um yeah, just a fun, non-committal, lush film if you need that in your life. Um all right, so we're gonna jump into the next song. This is Brenda Lee with Pretend.
2: Pretend you're happy when you're blue. It isn't fair. And you'll find happiness without an end Whenever you pretend Remember anyone can dream And nothing's bad as it may seem the little And if you sing this melody, you'll be pretending just like me, the world is my If you sing this melody, you'll be pretending just like me. The world is mine; it can be yours, my friend. So.
0: that was brenda lee with pretend so amazing um i love her so much she was kind of one of the first big artists of this genre that i got really into um like all of her songs are like two minutes 50 seconds you know i don't know if i've ever heard a song from her that's longer than like three four minutes so you know and she's got she's got it all like been cheated on she's got it like in love so many songs you know (laughs) so i love her um yeah that's been the vibe um okay what else that's happened i finished i may destroy you on accident (laughs) because if you're in the united states it hasn't been fully released um You guys know I don't really shy away from piracy, although there are shows that I really, too, do try to support, you know, that way. Um, But the subscription that I had, you know, HBO Max is kind of transitioning over, and I lost connection to that. Now I have it, so I'm good, but i was like okay i really want to see the new episode and i couldn't see at the time so i found it online and then as i was watching it i'm like whoa like this doesn't make sense um because like the episodes are so disjointed um they kind of like hop around um which i love and it totally ties into the whole arc of the show um however i was like i really don't understand what's happening and turns out i was watching the finale instead of the one or two episodes before that i was supposed to be watching so i kind of spoiled it for myself and it i got really confused but um anyways i worked it out and i saw the others and it's just it's such an amazing show like i still need to process it like i've talked about it here before but it's traumatic <laughs> it's funny it's real um and I, there was some news about it how the creator was offered a bunch of money from netflix but also wouldn't be able to ta- to retain any uh creative rights to the story and she was like no i don't want that i'm being conned right now and so she figured out a way to do it um with a different company, which I think is pretty badass. Um, so, yeah, really great show if you haven't watched it already. And then coming to premium video on demand via COVID um, is a film that I really liked at Sundance called Spree, and it's by Eugene Kotley I feel like I pronounced that right. Um, but... It's a weird, like I don't it's it's not even millennial, it's like Gen Z humor, um movie kind of suspense, thriller comedy all in one it stars Joe Keery from Stranger Things, um, about this guy who is a essentially a Lyft Uber driver. Um, and he wants to be famous. You know, it's a very LA kind of movie and i've already seen like fan cams you know twitter loves it um and so it just came out and like unfortunately those are i had a question asking about what i would want to see in the theaters that are coming out now via on demand and that's just that's one of those movies that like i feel like a lot of kids like would have and by kids i mean like teenagers young adults um would have liked to see in theaters and it is what it is, but, um, you know, I enjoyed the film, Joe Curie is so charismatic, and people love him, so it was just, it was a good time, you know, good watch, so if you have the means, I totally would suggest that you watch that, um, but yeah, um, all right, we're gonna make it speedy, I'm gonna answer a couple questions before we go today, Valium, hey, um she says what's the worst zodiac sign partner you've ever had uh scorpio i'm sorry if you're a scorpio and you're listening it's okay because i'm an aries and everybody hates me as well and my moon is scorpio so i can't even trust myself uh but yeah that was a really bad time in my life um secrets so many secrets um okay sarah says i love your photography skills can you give us any tips on how to take pics and do you edit them thank you i can't claim this i can't claim the photography world um i just love like finding little things and i don't know do i sound annoying right now like um i think it's all about framing you know and I don't know, just highlighting the angle, like, I gosh, I shouldn't have answered this question, (laughs) even though it's a great question, I just don't know what to say, um, but yeah, I love finding, like, weird things, and, you know, I think framing is the main thing, uh, rule of thirds, (laughs) I hate myself, but in terms of editing, I don't really edit, sometimes, I pull up the sharpness on Instagram, um, if we're talking about photos that you take on your phone, and then I increase the saturation, like, a couple points, um, and then take down the highlights, and it's just, like, it levels it out, because so many iPhone photos get overexposed and stuff, but I try not to do much editing, because I want it to appear as how I saw it, so, um yeah i can't claim that i feel like an imposter right now um clout dementor said what are your thoughts on separating the art from the artist that's a huge huge discussion and my first response is that you can't you know um with that being said though like i'm sure i've mentioned artists or films on here that have been created by terrible people um not necessarily I didn't put them on because I knew that but you know like I just find random shit out all the time like oh terrible ta- perhaps like incesty guy from the mamas and papas or like I, this is an experience that I remember I remember going to a record store in Minneapolis once and I saw this Gary glitter record i'm like oh shit i love this um and as i was checking out the guy was like oh you're gonna get that it's like oh what is this like high fidelity um and he's like yeah you know i was playing that the other day and someone told me to take it off and i was like oh yeah i didn't even ask you know i was insecure and i was like okay But I still bought it. And when I went home and researched, the motherfucker is a pedophile. (laughs) You know, something I do not associate with. And um, I think I ended up throwing out the record eventually. Um, But in that scenario, you know, I bought it. I did not research. And yeah. And then I was just researching him more the other day because The Joker, that film with Joaquin um you know plays one of his most famous songs on that stairwell scene where he's like walking down and dancing and it's like okay hold up like you did not have to add that song and all the articles are saying how he doesn't he's not getting like any royalties from it you know um but still it was like why like we all know this guy is bad like you don't have to include this one song. There's so many songs. People have done like edits of songs that could have gone over that. Like, rain on me. (laughs) Um, But you know, like, I think it's different if you like know um, that shit has come out and people are obviously against it. You know what I mean? So another scenario that comes to mind is uh, the film bohemian rhapsody um the director brian singer is just a known pedophile allegedly you know i don't want to get sued i guess but you know there's so much details about the kind of shit that he would do or parties he would arrange and you know drugs alcohol with all these young gay men and it's just terrible right and yet this film was just like launched up into the zeitgeist of being like the best film and i wasn't going to see it originally especially in theaters and then my mom she was so excited because she loved queen she lived in brussels belgium and saw them on a world tour and she was really excited you know my parents and i like i they they see good stuff but um we don't we're not exactly on the same page in terms of like (laughs) movies or whatever I think um anyway so she really wanted to go and it was like this bonding thing that I could do with her and like she was excited she already saw it and wanted me to see it so I saw it right paid money for it supported the film um but I think there's a way to go about it like you always have to be conscious about who you are supporting like not just in your mind but with your wallet you know that's why I kind of advocate for piracy. (laughs) You know, if you really do want to see something, you think, you know, it could benefit you artistically, then, but the the people who created are bad, you know, pirate that shit and take what you will, but don't defend it. I think that's where people kind of get in hot water. Like, you can't entirely separate the two and act like, it's okay because every action that you take is political and as consequence and you should be able to evolve you know so that's kind of my opinion on that I'm always flexible and I think um yeah it's a tough it's a tough one I don't know um also it's it's I feel like different mediums are there's a way to approach it too because so many people work on you know a film like the costumer or set designer or set decorator and they they might have put a shit ton of work into that film only to have one person kind of taint the whole movie but it's like you know we can objectively appreciate that work, I think, but then also kind of question, like, you know, did you know that guy was shitty when you signed on, you know, like, are you just kind of covering up, how's that person reacting to backlash, you know, like, taking everything into account, and always being ready to, um, turn it off, or be like, all right, nope, like, not for me, you know, you don't have to see every Roman Polanski movie, you know what I mean, so, that's kind of just what i think okay so we're gonna wrap it up um this is a song that i've actually played before i think is at the beginning when i started this whole show but i've been listening to more of his music recently and this one in particular always kind of haunted me in a good way um and shout out to my friend frederick who gave me like this ipod that had this on it it yeah, that's how i discovered it um but this is the enchanted sea by martin denny really good instrumental music um so yeah thanks guys if you want to submit a question for future episodes just follow my instagrams and you know i'll put a story up when i'm taking them um but yeah weird week whatever it's in the past now um but we're here we're live And we're enjoying good content. So love you guys. Stay safe. And I'll see you in a couple weeks.